The Goonies will continue following these messages. The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Oh, yeah. Hey, welcome to the show, Blowholes. Welcome to the five count. It's a good show. It's pretty great, I've yeah. I've heard worse. I've heard a lot worse than us. I'll tell you that right now. Thank you so much for joining us. I am Ton. This is the five count dust. You look so good. Thank you. I think I might be getting a cold, so if I sound... Less sexy than normal. That might be why. Yeah. Okay. Might be because it's very cold out and Ton left me sit in my car for 45 minutes. Yeah. I mean, I can't. I'm sure that didn't help. I can't tell. The sexiness is off Maybe the it's charts. more sexy? Yeah, maybe. Do you think I should go back out there and sit some more? Yeah. Yeah. I bet you do. <laughs> oh, man. Just happy to be here, pal. Well, I hope that's not uh, exclusive to just you, because I'm guessing a lot of people out there have been waiting all week long to hear Tom fiddle with his knobs. Fiddling with those knobs. Oh, yeah. You having trouble over there? No, I can just having trouble hearing stuff. And How's it work now when I push the thing in? Way better. Thought it might. Tom has hearing trouble. I've got a lot of issues, really. He listened to too much Motley Crue in the (laughs) mid-90s. In the mid-90s? Yep. Dude, yes, I did, actually. I listened to so much loud stuff, and yeah, now i got hearing problems. It was a hooligan's holiday that summer of 94. (laughs) It was awesome at the time, but now tons paying for it. I really am every day. It's all right, though. Well, it's okay. I got good news, Tom. Really? We've got a special program tonight. It's a big show. Show for the kids. What's going on? But moms, you'll like it, too. We have an exclusive interview with Scott Durbin. He's known as Mover Scott from the band Imagination Movers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ton is H-A-W-P-Y yeah. to be here tonight. Yeah, dude. I'm aware of this. They had a show on Disney? Yeah. 
They wore coveralls, like Ton does sometimes. Yes. In case you need to change an oil pan or something. H-A-double-P-Y, because it's your birthday. That song, right? Yeah, that's them. Okay, yeah. The Imagination Movers. Awesome. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, that's a fun interview. Should be a good time. Ton got some mail. Got some messages sent to the five-count mailbag. The hotline is still smoldering. Oh, yeah. The five-count hotline. 507-519-2030. Holidays are in the air. It really is. This letter is from um, some guy named John. Uh, He lives on Sauerkraut and Dumpling Street in Polka Music City. That's got to be John in New Ulm, right? You think so? Oh, I think so. I mean, wow, this design on the back of the envelope. I really hope that's like a design idea for his own personal uh, mailbox that looks like his name spelt out, kind of. Hey, you want to know something crazy that I swore I wouldn't say, but now I'm saying it? Yes. Uh, Somebody I work with knows John from New Ulm. Dude, no way. For real? It's a thing. That's a real thing? For real? And they're like... Is he like this? Does he look like this? It's like, I don't know. I don't don't know him. I mean, I've talked to him several times over the last 40 years, but I've never met him. Oh, dude. I need to meet this person who knows John. I don't know why I need... Why do I need to meet the other person? Why don't I just go meet John, right? I mean, I guess I could see why you'd want to keep your distance. I heard, though, with the construction... You should never meet your heroes. I've heard that. (laughs) I heard with the construction, it's like quite a long drive over to New Ulm, though. Maybe you could meet halfway across the skies. John. Meet me halfway. Do-do-do-do. Across Judson. Do-do-do-do. Man. Something new beginnings for John from New Ulm and Ton. Yes. That's a good idea, actually. You guys could rub forearms. I would I would love that so much. Well, first things first, Ton, because you've got a great radio program to get to tonight. Let me ask you this. If we were, say, pretending that it's um, the day that you're listening to this, probably, mm-hmm. how was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> how was mine? Yeah. Keep in uh, mind, some people might hear this on Thanksgiving, yeah. so try to make it sound like it's already happened, but is about to happen soon, but also isn't for a couple days. What I can say is Thanksgiving is happening at the in-laws. Okay, off to a good start. No, that could completely go either direction. I don't know. It's entirely a toss-up. Like it could go well or really well it could go like mediocre or super terribly oh so mediocre is the top tier i think so huh so on a scale from one to ten you're saying it could go from anywhere between four and minus seven or minus 70 yeah well it sounds like you've got a lot to be thankful for so i'm thinking somewhere in the middle like i'm negative uh, 36 maybe is a good place to shoot for. Where's death fall on that scale? I mean, probably not far off from there. Sounds like for you, maybe death would be farther north. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's like a plus, a plus six. 
All right, well, that's fair. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but it's fair. Compared to that, yeah. Okay. Just like the pilgrims. Yeah, we'll see what happens. You know, there'll probably be a giant dog there that'll eat everybody's dinner. Um, Just like a pack of wild dogs? No, but one Feral of... Feral dogs climbing on the table? One of them's got uh, a young St. Bernard, and the dog is humongous. Tom, that dog, that's a dog that does not belong in a house. Yeah. And you can't the, have a dog like that. And the person has the smallest house possibly... Next to the one that I first lived in as a baby, which was like one room. This house is like two rooms, maybe three rooms. Does the dog get three his own rooms, room? Three rooms, including at least? the bathroom. Well, you know, it could be funny, like um, Beethoven Part 3, starring Judge Reinhold. Maybe it won't be so bad after all. I mean, it already happened because yeah. it's Saturday and yeah. Thanksgiving was a couple days ago. What, what I'm saying meant to say. is the dog is big enough to eat my two-year-old and probably the entire turkey. So, Yeah, I think if he ate your two-year-old, he'd probably get sleepy, wouldn't have the energy to finish off the turkey. Yeah, so we'd have something to eat maybe. Yeah, so you're good there. Okay. Except for the whole situation where my two-year-old gets eaten. My two-year-old is way awesome. He's like way cooler than a dog. Honestly. I know everybody talks about, like, terrible twos and whatever. No, my son is, like, hilarious and awesome. What if it was a rude dog? He was a pretty cool dog. He's not allowed to eat my kid either. What, what are about, you talking about? What about uh, Spuds McKenzie? No. Now that was a cool dog. I mean, it was a cool dog. He wore, like, party hats and stuff. Yes, but my kid could also wear party hats and be awesome. Does he hang out with bikini babes? Yes, he would most certainly hang out with bikini Did he run for president? He hasn't done that yet. Spuds McKenzie did. I'm still not sacrificing my child, thus. Could have won, too, if... Had he not been a dog. Yeah. He'd probably have a better chance these days. He should try it again. Well... I don't want to get too political, Ton, but yeah. if you're saying Spuds McKenzie is in the race, I might consider it. I would, too. I don't know. Who would be his running mate? I Another no dog? Mm. Or maybe a cat? No. Heathcliff? Well, if that was on the table, yes, that would be awesome pairing, but feels legit i don't know about a cat maybe like a possum or something what about that cat from heathcliff that had the roller skates cool and he talked in rhyme yeah that's a cool cat puns not intended oh i see what he did there i mean that's fine i'm fine with that are we talking like it's last action hero world where cartoons are in part of the like the landscape Ton, you sound like that cat on the roller skates. <laughs> really? Why don't you go vote for me? Me <laughs> and Spuds McKenzie. <laughs> that would be awesome. I had something to think about. What the hell are you even talking about? I don't know. This is the five count. Normally, we're not this nonsensical, so I apologize. You're the one that got all political on us. Must be the hypothermia that I had from yeah. sitting in the parking lot for an hour. Well, since you're thawing, it really sort of looks like you have that sweat sheen, so the sexiness is still going off the charts. Um, That's just my husky man glaze. (laughs) I always have that. (laughs) 
Yes. That's just a thing that it's but almost you, like a veneer or something. Yeah. I just I can't get it off. It's a thing you've been blessed with. Well, I, I don't know if I'd use that term, but mm. cursed, blessed, endowed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, let's play a song. I mean, we do have Scott Mover of the Imagination Movers on the program tonight. Let's play some music, two or three of them.
Brian from Cuckoo Kangaroo, and you are listening to the Five Counts. Cute. I hope that they don't eat me. 
their fancy leather suit. I hope that they don't eat me. There's more than one or two out here. I see their tails in the water. They make me nervous when they stare. The mother, father, sister, and brothers. Alligators are cute. But I hope that they don't eat me.
in a house in the shade of a mango tree. I'm gonna make my tutu smile. When I do the dance on this beautiful life. See the highest mountaintops. Red dirt below your feet. Fish in the clear blue water. And pineapple tastes so sweet. Below all the island girls and boys, Aloha! Aloha! Waves dancing in the moonlight, jingle breeze across the sand. Give a song to the leaves of the noni trees.
Here we are. It's the five count. Welcome back to the show. Welcome. That song was called Rockomatic. Rockomatic. And it was about me. <laughs> yes. Because we've got Scott Durbin of the Imagination Movers on the program tonight. That's awesome. So tell your friends, tell your moms, tell your toddlers, tell everybody. Tell everybody. Tell anybody, please. Just would you help us out? Somebody. Anybody. Get me somebody while I'm waiting. 
Listen, I'm going to open up this nice uh, letter here from the sauerkraut place. Okay. Ton's got mail. Look at this. Wow. Look at this. Like a real, honest-to-God physical letter someone mailed to him. Yeah. Three stamper. Three stamper. There's a there's a there's a magnet in here that says Lyric Three. Oh. Neat. What is that? I don't know. It's magnetic? Maybe it's that's French for anthrax laced. That's very possible. I feel dumb that I don't know what that is. It's a movie theater it, in New Ulm. It uh, it's magnetizing to my mic stand. That's good. Ooh, dust save a dollar off a Lindt chocolate bar. That's a lovely coupon. Hey, did you hear what I said? That's quick. Forty cents. The Lyric Three is the movie theater in New Ulm. Oh, that is actually what it is. That's uh, lovely. Thank you, John. That's a nice magnet. Why does Ton get all the cool stuff? Look at this. Well, you can have this one, 50 cents off uh, Daisy Cottage Cheese. Oh, good. Can I eat it while we do the show? Sure. I like to fill my throat up with dairy and curds. Yeah. You want this one, too? Buy two uh, Gatorades and save a dollar on some other Gatorades? How much Gatorade do I need? Oh, here's a good one, I don't one think I'm you. athletic enough to need three Gatorades. Save a dollar on tortillas. You love them, tortillas. Could I put cottage cheese in them and make cottage cheese tacos? Yes, you could, and wash it down with some Gatorade and Mountain Dew Energy. Save $2. No, that stuff's too intense for me. Sounds intense, man. Wow. Look at this. Holy cow. Whoa, more uh, Idaho. Oh, nice. A dollar off of four Idahoan. You're a Hoden. Instant potatoes. Hoden. Hoden. I'm a Hoden. I'm a Hoden. This is the part of the program where Ton opens mail and looks at it and reads to himself. Listen, I'm going to read to the masses here. Oh, okay. Okay, let me see here. Wow, he starts his letter off by saying, go to thefivecount.com. In search, in the search bar, type in artwork by John from New Orleans. <laughs> Click on search. Wow. He's giving us instructions about how to navigate our own website. A page will appear. Left side, square pictures. Click on a left side picture, and one of my drawings will appear. I think he's wanting me to read this so that others look at his drawings. I'm glad somebody's looking at something. When done looking, click on blue arrow. Wow. What will that do? Back one page. Oh. Top left corner of computer. Back arrow. He's even got he's illustrated what a back arrow looks like here. That will get you back to this page so you can click on another pick to see another drawing, etc. I have about ten total. Most drawings appear right away. A few you might have to scroll down a little bit to see it. Wow. Maybe just look at all of the pages just to be safe. Just to be safe that you didn't miss any pictures that John has posted there. All right, Ton Dustin, this is what I would give to some people I know so they could see my drawings. On your old website? Hmm. Enclosed are some coupons and magnet and mini poster. Sorry, I had to fold it. Years ago, I lost my mom, March 
2023 lost my dad and my sister is fighting cancer so you can let floyd shouts know i know deep sad also wow that's really heavy duty john for more than a year i drove to andover every week to help and visit my dad i would do it again in a second if he was still here i should have done a go uh go fund me and go fund me <laughs> oh with a smiley face he has there have a good day ton and dustin fan for 14 years 14 years john november 12th 1025 p.m at night he wrote this 14 i'm only 17 so that's amazing well john thank you so much for writing that in and uh trying to even trying to connect even with another uh fan of the show i guess for floyd shouts so that's really nice of you and um floyd shouts i hope you find some kind of peace in that also that's really awesome i mean it's like sad it's like sad but it's also awesome that you guys can have that that sort of connection that's really cool good job john thank you so much um so i'm gonna say i don't really think this letter is even for me it's really for floyd shouts or anybody else listening that's gone through hard times yes John gave me a Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 poster. Ooh. Because he, he heard me saying that I think this movie is good. It's a good movie. You get all the cool stuff. It's a good movie. John, thank you so much. I did get that coupon for cottage cheese, so I guess I... You did. Should be grateful. And guess what? I don't normally eat this stuff like very often, but I just had some of these Idahoan potatoes... The other night, um, I had a real nice maple farmer sausage from Schmitz. Oh, man. It was way better than I expected it to be. And I just didn't have time to make, like, legit mashed potatoes. So I picked up one of these bags on the way home. And uh, it was pretty good. Kids loved it. Loved the sausage. Man, if I can give a little shout-out to Schmitz. That's the place right there. Ton, I've got a follow-up message sent to the five count hotline okay it's a follow-up from john in new Orleans. all right all right dear ton yes i saw the mission impossible movie thought it was pretty good yes shall see if new Alm has dill mustard that ye so desire sorry for my pirate accent <laughs> popcorn balls with some m&ms or marshmallows mixed in just thought of that idea Crank it to the max. hey P.S. If Ton's daughter still likes Cars movie, I would mail in some trading cards. Love, John and New Ulm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, uh, she definitely does. She loves Cars. Um, Sibelius, actually, my son, loves Cars now, too. He's got a little helmet, a Lightning McQueen helmet. He's got two mac semi trucks and lightning mcqueens he carries them all over the place so yeah they would probably love that john and uh yeah i loved that movie i thought it was really good um i feel like it's really difficult to see new movies these days that are really good 
um, yes, crank it to the max. If you do find dill mustard, let me know, man. I would love to go buy some. I don't want to buy mustard off Amazon. I feel like that's just dumb. I do a lot of dumb stuff. Right? Doesn't bother me. I don't even bat an eye anymore. Yeah. You're just used to it. Yep. Okay. You need something dumb done? Chances are I might already be doing it. Yeah. Well, good for you, pal. Thank you. Thanks so much, John. And uh, I, yeah, that's a rough one. And I hope you're doing all right, Floyd Shouts. I've been thinking about you. Now, on the upswing, um, I have to say, Dust, you sent me a nice picture today of some some nice women in five-count sweatshirts. What is this, Dust? I had no idea. How do we have such wonderful... It's happening, Tom. Gorgeous fans that are wearing our shirts around in the real world. That's awesome. It's happening. I was going to say it's growing, but that's gross. It's <laughs> it's happening. Wow. Well, thank you, ladies, for, for I guess, advertising our show and being willing to have your picture taken and let me see that you're doing so. And that's awesome. Thank you guys so much. I love you guys. Ton, how do you feel about me? I love you too, Dust. How do you feel about the imagination movers? Uh, I don't love them nearly as much as I love you. Oh. I mean, are they in the top five? Uh, I mean, so I don't know. It's kind of embarrassing, Ton, because we've got an exclusive interview with Scott Durbin of the imagination movers. I mean, yes, apps 100%. He's like number four or whatever. Thought you might say that. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's hear what he's up to, shall we? Oh, yeah. We're on the phone today with Scott Durbin. He is the founder, member of the band Imagination Movers, as they are 20 years old here this year, and they've got a lot of stuff coming up down the pike. Scott, how you doing today? I'm doing well. Yourself? I'm uh, I'm doing well. Also, it's great to be speaking with you. Thank you so much for joining me. No worries, no worries. I'm I'm, I'm excited to to do this. Well, Scott, first of all, it's been about 20 years or so since imagination movers came to be and it kind of sounds like you were the guy who really got the ball rolling can you tell us a bit about that you know the early days and you know how the idea for the band came about so uh so my background is in education and um as a uh, teacher i noticed that there was a lack of creativity in my students um and so instead of kind of just lamenting about it uh i did something uh, and that um, sort of coupled with the fact that all of the guys who were in the movers were living in the same neighborhood and we were all having families at the same time. So if you take those two threads, uh, me seeing kind of a need in the students that I was that I was teaching and then all of the movers sort of having families at the same time. And of course, when you have families, you're sort of born into evaluating children's entertainment uh, and sort of like, hey, is this good? Is this not? Um, you know, what's sort of kind of the edu- educational backbone for this? And is it, you know, is it good for my, my 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 child to watch? So those two threads sort of came together. And I had a friend at a local PBS affiliate. And of course, sort of um, having this kind of wild hair, I was like, you know, there's no l- local live action kids show. And so I pitched the idea of Imagination Movers to the movers <laughs> uh, who are now the movers. And we started workshopping it. Uh, and we then pitched it to the local PBS affiliate for a, essentially a local live action kids show that was music based. And and that's really sort of how the whole um, ball got uh, started. 
Yeah, that's incredible. You know, obviously most parents are interested in, in their kids' activities and are mindful of, you know, the, the stuff they're consuming, but uh, not a lot of them go that extra mile and actually uh, go out and create the stuff. No, you're right. You're right. It's like, oh, yeah, you can lament it, but like, hey, why not do something about it? And I guess, you know, in in creating sort of the, you know, one of the, I guess, probably when you whenever you have a good idea like that, you, you and especially if you sort of kind of like, you feel you feel it's going to work you do the work to make sure that that you um limit all the reasons why somebody says you can't do it uh and i think we made sure that when we created sort of the template for the show and fortunately i think if anybody's familiar with watching the show on disney plus that they can stream now you know 80 85 of that of what you see was sort of born in that initial template done 20 plus years ago and it was all sort of educationally sound you know each of the movers, for example, represented a different type of intelligence, uh, whether it be mine, which is a visual intelligence. And that's why the wobble goggles were there um, or, you know, different kinds of, you know, Smitty was sort of an outdoorsman, but had the journal that really kind of examined a lot of like different things. And he was sort of a naturalist intelligence. And so all of these guys, uh, Dave, analytical, rich, sort of the the literary with the, the scribble sticks, all were based in some kind of uh, uh, support for creating something that was entertainment, but also, um, I guess, uh, educational. Well, you guys were really, I guess, pounding the pavement early on, I'd call it. I remember when we received a, a promo copy of uh, Calling All Movers here at the station, and I remember I loved it. I mean, you guys really did the grassroots thing and, and made your own action happen. We really did. You know, I mean, it's funny because even now we've gone full, full circle and I teach, you know, I'm a professor and assistant professor at University of Louisiana at Lafayette. And um, I think one of the things I try to impart upon my students is like when it comes to music and when it comes to your passion, you know, you you sort of never leave any stone unturned. Um, and so we were so tenacious because not only did we believe in the idea but we believed in the music that we were creating. It was really music that we created for ourselves, but then the lyrics uh, were age appropriate, developmentally appropriate, and really kind of paralleled where our own kids were developmentally speaking. But we were tenacious because we did everything like an independent band would do. And we sent our music to everybody and anybody that might play it, uh, including like you uh, sending calling all movers, but also, you know, we would send our music to, pediatric wards in the uk that would pipe in music to patients i mean we were like there was no there was nothing we would not do as far as getting our music out and and hopefully having people listen to it and enjoy it so yeah we were tenacious and you guys had the tv show in mind from the get-go as well i mean that seems pretty ambitious but you, you guys pulled it off of course and then had the show on disney as you mentioned what was that like you know going from mailing your own cds out and kind of crossing your fingers to suddenly being on the disney channel you know i think we you know we obviously early on we had some early champions uh, louisiana public broadcasting was an early champion and even though they didn't have the budget to do the show uh they did um put our music videos uh, because really kind of like you know, from the get go, when we pitched the idea everybody was like oh this is wonderful but we don't have money to do this and so we were like you know what why don't we, again, take control of the situation and create content? And then, of course, with LPB's case, we're like, hey, if we do music videos, will you put it on air as interstitials between like Arthur and, and, and Caillou and shows like that? And they were like game for it. So we started kind of a statewide, um, you know, effort and then it became regional. And then, you know, 
another aspect that was happening around our time was um, Kids Place Live with Sirius XM was a national sort of radio station that had a kids channel, dedicated kids channel. And so they started around the same time we did. So we had a lot of like, kind of like, you know, almost like Dave Matthews and fish kind of esque, like building up a grassroots following and then having some lucky national avenues that people in Alaska could hear our music if, if, if need be. Uh, and so those all work together to like really kind of put us on the map for Disney to come in and talk to us about doing a show with them. Well, of course, that exposure and the opportunity is incredible, but was it tough to keep up with that output? I mean, you guys basically had enough music for, you know, like probably 10 albums within just a few years there. You, you, you know, I, I, it's so funny that you asked that question, Dustin, because, um, you know, recently I was looking at how many songs were used on the actual TV show. And I was thinking, and, and I counted 88 tunes, original tunes, you know, I mean, some tunes were used three times within the show's existence but 88 songs we created for the tv show you know some of them were evergreens like brainstorming and the theme song and jump up but you know we created songs for narratives like a uh, robot chase song and uh teddy bear song all those kinds of things and then you know they did use some of our old catalog which were our first three independent um uh albums um you know calling all movers was on that um clean my room but i, I i'm amazed at the output uh, within the show of itself, which was 88 songs. And then over our 20 career, 20 year career, I think we've written, you know, 200 plus songs and we're, you know, we're continuing to write music. Um, I, I'm, I'm sort of floored at just the amount of music we've created. And I, I think maybe like with the exception of like three or four songs, I'm pretty, pretty darn proud of all of it. <laughs> well, can you talk a bit about that? And I guess the balance between making music for kids, but also, you know, making music that parents can enjoy as well. You know, as a, as a dad myself, I could tell you for sure that not everyone can pull that off. You, you know, I think part of it is like, yeah, it, it's funny because I think one of our, our best qualities is that we are, we are pretty authentic. You know, when you come and see us in concert, it's, it's easily to discern that we enjoy what we do. I mean, I, I think that's one of the things that's always been a, a um, a part and parcel of what we do. And I think once we stop enjoying it, then maybe that's time that we, we sort of hang it up, but we still love creating music. And there's so much within the the world of a kid that you can kind of, that, that they can inspire and be amused for songs, whether it be, you know, something like cleaning my room or eating a healthy uh, to some of the, you know, the sillier songs that we've done, which is like watermelon yam yam, which is just a super silly song. Um, but I think, you know, it's a testament to the guys uh, that we, you know, we are brothers. <laughs> We've been married to one another for the most part for 20 plus years. Uh, anytime you're in a band, I, and I think about longevity of bands, um, you know, we've surpassed many a band in our ability to continue doing what we've been doing for 20 plus years. And I think part of that was early on, we made the decision kind of like U2 and REM to really, to to basically split songwriting equally so even though we might create a song where i might be the shepherd of a song um we all shared in it equally and i think you know the balance of over time it would just balance out and it has and we continue to play live concerts we continue to write music we continue to enjoy one another's company and the music we create for families to enjoy together and i think it's because we were having families and the music was uh stuff that we enjoyed listening to but that resonated with our our our, our kids 
um, that we, you know, have been able to, you know, continue doing what we get to do, which, which we find is a blessing. Definitely. I think that's a, a credit to you guys and your writing process. It would be easy for you guys to maybe pander or kind of dumb down your music just because it's for children. But I mean, with so many songs under your belt, you guys obviously don't do that. So that, I mean, that's, it's amazing. Thank you. You know, I mean, I think that's part of it is like, it, it, you know, initially when we were doing the show with Disney, it was a, it was obviously a preschool show, which means that the demos specific uh, that in which it catered to were two to five. Now we were actually a, a strange kind of anomaly because we were sort of a transitional property within Disney junior. So we would transition kids from a lot of like the, the really kind of like Mickey mouse clubhouse to Phineas and Ferb. And so we really kind of operated on a little bit like higher plateau, even though, you know, it was funny because we had anytime we knocked heads with Disney, it was generally because it was our belief that kids would always supersede your expectations. So like what you would sing to maybe a two-year-old versus what you would sing to a five-year-old is dramatically different developmentally speaking. Um, and so we would always feel like a two-year-old could age up, uh, but a five-year-old would not want to do like a baby song for a two-year-old. Sure. Um, and then of course we had this special place, which was really kind of even above a five-year-old that transition to like Phineas and Ferb and stuff like that. So I think from day one, we knew that kids would kind of um, could, could grasp what we were talking about. And, and we never felt the need to dumb down things like even like with the TV show uh, one case in point, we were doing a show where warehouse mouse had a toothache and we were like, okay, well we want to use the term veterinarian. And they were like, Disney was like, no, we need to call it an animal doctor. And I'm like, Nobody calls it. I mean, if you do, everybody calls it a ventriloquist. So a two-year-old will learn and acquire that vocabulary. If you say, Hey, we need to take warehouse mouse to a, um, animal doctor. (laughs) What's an animal doctor, a veterinarian, a veterinarian. Exactly. And so you could say, Hey, um, let's take him to a veterinarian. Then they, you can have another guy say, well, what's that? Well, it's an animal doctor. Um, and so you could teach kids vocabulary instead of just saying, not challenging them. And so we, I think we always worked to challenge our listeners uh, and the viewers on the TV show and, and continue to do so, hopefully. Well, Scott, I know you mentioned you're working on new music now. Um, I'm assuming a, a new album must be in the works here. Can we see that maybe next year or how's that been going? Totally. 2024, we're going to drop our, I guess, goodness gracious, it might be our 12th release. Um and it is intentionally titled "Good um, uh, Blue Skies" is the name of the album, and uh, we've got like a you know about fourteen, fifteen songs on there. Super excited about them. I think one of the things I, that I think we pride ourselves is we sort of kind of give a nice scope um, of content, meaning we have silly songs, but then we have earnest songs. Um, you know, so it's a nice kind of. Um, scope of of really kind of content for kids to 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 generally uh grab and hopefully retain and so there might be a song um you know something is is kind of pastoral as road trip uh, where you're taking a family trip with um you know everybody and then a song that's more like uh silly like uh we have ice cream sandwich um so we have a, a wonderful collection of songs we're super excited about it we finished up some um 
some recording. We're doing the mixing right now, but yeah, we're going to start releasing some singles in 2024 and then probably closer to summer, drop the whole album. Uh, and we'll give you, uh, definitely give you a, a sneak preview of some of those tunes that'll be coming y'all's way. Awesome. Yeah, that's, that's great. And I know you played a handful of shows this uh, year, um, and including Lollapalooza, which is awesome. Are we going to see um, maybe a tour coming up here this next year too? So, you know, I think we're, we're sort of kind of weekend warriors when it comes to touring. We do any, any extended tour. We do a lot of stuff with, uh, armed forces entertainment and Navy, uh, entertainment. And so those are generally the longest tours we do. We do do a lot of, um, weekend shows kind of like, uh, go in and we play Friday, Saturday and Sunday. It's real hard, I guess, to do an extended tour because. A lot of the early days of the week are so hard to get <laughs> to sell a lot of tickets. Sure. Um, but with that being said, like you had mentioned, Lollapalooza. So, you know, obviously our our main demo are our kids. We had this wonderful kind of eclectic situation with Lollapalooza where we played that and 300 or 400 kids that were aged 18 to 22 came and watched us perform and really just loved the show. So we are going to probably play very... Um, uh discriminately uh some 18 and over shows this year uh just for that audience of kids who grew up with the program who are now in college um and it's really going to be essentially the same concert that they would have seen when they were there that young but we do so many interactive elements that i think it's going to be a blast um we do toilet paper blowing we do vortex cannons we do confetti um, I mean, we'll have some strategic covers like uh, at Lollapalooza. We did a five seconds of summer cover of Youngblood uh, that kids just loved. And so it's weird because we sort of have two demos. We have that original demo that watched the show when they were young and now they're of college age. And so we're going to do, um, you know, a handful of shows that are 18 and over. Uh, but then, of course, we'll be doing our our shows for families um, throughout the year as well. I mean, January, we have some shows. Um March, we have some shows, uh, you know, we're not going to go away from that, but, uh, we thought we'd experiment with a, an 18 and over show. So I'm excited to see how that's going to turn out. Excellent. Yeah. You guys are kind of uh, approaching that situation now where fans uh, of yours, when you first started out are, are now probably having their own kids and they're kind of doing the, uh, the legwork for you, creating a, a new audience. You are correct. You are correct. It's, it's funny because we had, we played, uh, an Abita fall fest uh, recently, and there were parents of young kids, babies who went and who came and saw us when they were like six and, you know, five or six. It's just, it really is kind of amazing, uh, to be able to see generations, uh, to be able to perform for generations of fans. Um, it, it's, it's kind of crazy. I think we sort of pinch ourselves that we get to do what we get to do. Um, it, it, we are so fortunate and, and we don't take it for granted for sure. I imagine with your with your day job as a teacher, you're you're probably running into some starstruck uh, students at this point now, too. <laughs> well, I think probably that was sort of the, uh, you know, definitely um, part and parcel of like us doing it is because, uh, you know, me teaching a freshman class, like an intro to music industry class. You know, there's 25 kids in the class and they all know who I am from from, you know, Playhouse Disney days and uh, are kind of like, uh you know, a little, I guess, I don't want to say starstruck, but, you know, it's when you see somebody on TV that you see in real life, you know, it's just kind of a different vibe. And so um, they're super excited for us to play this 18 and over show uh, uh, that, uh, I mean, hey, as long as we're doing it for the right reasons and enjoying what we get to do, there's no reason not to, like, 
try something. I, and I think that's part of what's made us successful is that we're not we're not afraid to fail, you know, because I think fail failure uh, definitely informs future action. So, you know, we've definitely, you know, to our mottos uh, decree, you know, reach high, think big, work hard and have fun. And I think we certainly think big um, uh, in a lot of respects. And I think that's why what's propelled us to certain successes we've had. Awesome, man. Well, we covered a lot of ground here. Uh, is there anything else maybe we should be watching out for from, from you or from the movers here coming up? Um, you know, I think um, one of the things that we enjoy is like, you know, um, people to follow us on social media. We're pretty active, uh, especially on X and Instagram and, and Facebook. Uh, we have n- we've not done TikTok, which we, I'm sure we need to probably remedy. It's funny. I'll tell you a little sidebar. I think probably, you know, 2017 around there, we were about to do our like launch into TikTok and have a channel. But like our kids were at that age, probably like seniors in high school. And they were like, don't don't do a TikTok channel because all the only adults that have TikTok channels are, are guys. And so we were like, we won't. And then and now I kind of lament that we didn't um, because so much is experienced in that format. But um uh, you know, just social media and follow us. You know, we're always, we always generally will respond to comments. Um, it really is the guys who do it. Uh, I think we're pretty accessible in that respect. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we just kind of want to, there's so much in this world that's just kind of like can drag you down. We wanted to be a respite uh, for like, you know, just joy and kind of like innocence and uh, um, that that still has a place and an important place in, 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 in what we do uh, daily. Awesome, man. Again, it's been great speaking with you. I'm a, I'm a big fan. And as I mentioned, I have been for almost the whole 20 year run here. So it's been great speaking with you today. It's, I appreciate that, Dustin. It's, it's definitely, um, it, it means a lot that, uh, that you reached out and, uh, and continue to support us, uh, as we create music, uh, uh, as we still continue to create music. It really means a lot. Thanks so much. Yeah, you bet. Hopefully, uh, you guys will make it through Minnesota sometime soon. Definitely, definitely. Uh, and if we do, if you see anything or if I if I find that we're going to get uh, a show up in that area, uh, definitely come and, you know, grab some footage before or after the show and uh, we'll do a little interview with all the guys. Awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you again, Scott. It's been great. All right. Take care. Take all care, right. Dustin. Have a great week. And again, that was the one and only Scott Durbin from the Imagination Movers. And keep an eye out. They've got a new album and hopefully some shows here coming to Minnesota next year. Grow, 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 more ideas that you
you ought to know Four ideas, sing and shout Calling all movers, won't you help us out? Hi everybody, it's Bob West and Barney the Dinosaur, and you're listening to Dustin and Tun on the Five Count. Ooh boy! I love you, you love me, we're a happy family. We had a problem, but we figured it out, figured it out. that's what the movers are all about. All about. Everybody let's jump and shout! Come on!
Duck a water balloon. Duck a water balloon. Duck a water balloon. It's a water balloon. A hot sidewalk. Sidewalk. The sidewalk's hot. Got to move it. We gotta work it out. Here is the new move. Here is the new move. Your body. Got some we gonna break it down. Do the dance, go boom, y'all. Y'all, do the dance, go boom. Get up and dance, dance. Get up and dance, dance. I can't shut the door. Gonna put all my toys away, away so I can have room to play. And at first it seems like a lot, but if I break it on down, you know that it's not. Sit around with me 
girl All dressed up in your mama's clothes Look in the mirror and the mirror says take your soul There's plenty of time for grown up things You should be in the backyard on your swing And your old t-shirt and your butterfly wings Don't fly Gene, executive producer of The Simpsons, and you're listening to The Five Count.
we cannot master Robots are not slow, not the robots that we know And the distance starts to grow as we watch this little robot just go, 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 It's a robot chase song Hey, 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 welcome back. This is the five count. The five count is really great. My name's Ton and I like this gate. Oh, yeah. Wow. Hey, that was Scott Durbin from the Imagination Movers we had on. I like that. I loved it. Were you H-A-W-P-Y? Yeah, still am. I love those guys. Now they love us. I knew this would happen. We just stick with it, Ton. Eventually, people will see past your obnoxiousness, and they'll start to get to know the real you. Yeah, and they'll perhaps like me or tolerate me just a little bit. It's not likely, but okay. every once in a while, one might slip through the cracks. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Thank yeah. you so much. Hey, I have to be hopeful. I mean, what else could I do? Yeah, I appreciate that. Why else do we do this? I gotta believe that, Ton. Yes. Somebody might like us. Somebody might like us. I think people really liked us, like, um, probably like a decade or so ago. Really? Why do you say that? Well, because I have a detailed record of everything that you did for every single Saturday for the last 20 years. Wow. You're telling me. Would you like to know how I know? Yeah, I do want to know how you know. Well, Tom, this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. And I had the foresight to write it down in a live journal, which was a relevant thing when we started it 20 years ago. Not anymore. But now it's almost as dead as MySpace or your grandparents. (laughs) Sorry about that. On November 23rd, 2013, a Thanksgiving edition of the Five Count. We even had that back 10 years ago. Nice. We've been giving thanks for years. Man. It says here we played some songs about food and thankfulness. That checks. See that here. Uh, we did discuss our recent Q&A session with country music legend Tom T. Hall. Oh, I remember that. I was super excited. Yeah, that was a good one. He was very hard of hearing, so I just had to ask the questions, and then he responded to them, but we couldn't do like an actual interview. Yeah. Sadly, he's no longer with us, but... Also no longer with us, Mad Dog Vashon, who apparently we paid tribute to. And we explained Ton's ongoing rivalry with Alanis Morissette. At a rivalry? I guess maybe you guys squashed that. Yeah. Squashed your turkey. I've seen some more recent stuff or in recent years of something like her performing or something. And I really loved it. You know, like she was just totally. I loved that she was just totally herself. And, uh, and you know. I mean, I hate to say this. I don't mean this in any negative way. I feel like it's dumb that I even have to say that. But um, she just looked like a normal woman, like, slash mom. But 
happened to also like rock and was out there, you know, performing. I hope someone says that about me someday. And I just it just seemed like really touching and uh and I and I liked it. So then why the beef? I have no idea. Something must have happened. Yeah, like most of those things that are mentioned on there, it's probably something that you made up and then drilled into the ground so deep that it stuck Hmm. for 10 years. Yeah, that doesn't sound like me. Oh, 100% like you, especially when it comes to talking about me or things related to me. No, that couldn't be it. It's, It's definitely. I don't think that's probably it. I mean, I've rethought about the calculations of the percentage of how likely it is, and I've upped it to like 3 million percent. Not just 100 percent, like 3 billion. Nah, I think you're gobbling up the wrong tree there, I Bucko. I think so, but... Buck Owens. Anyway, um, I'm sorry about that, Alanis said. if you heard that 10 years ago, and I really like you now. I heard that she wrote a song about you, and then it got popular, and everybody was like... <laughs> That song about ton? And I was like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> they said, ah, what a Richard. Like, really? yeah. You never heard that before? No. It's another one of these things that you made up. What would I have to gain by that ton? Uh, it's your own, I don't know. Exactly. Enjoyment. Nothing. I'm a Boy Scout ton. You chuckle I'm yourself. I'm an Eagle Scout. <laughs> chuckle yourself to sleep. Never. I'm trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient. Cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, yeah. reverent. All of those. And not except, a liar. Except reverent, I don't think. I'm the most reverent. I'm convinced that late at night, you're still awake, and you're thinking about how you've thrown ton under the bus for the past 20 years, and you're just giving yourself a little subtle chuckle to sleep. Oh, get over yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's come back to the present. All Maybe right. it'll be a little less surly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Hey, I got a message here. Sent to the Five Count Hotline. That could be you. You could be the guy that sent something to the Five Count Hotline. You can send a text to that number. You can send a voicemail. You can do whatever. You can just call it and send pictures if you want. 507-519-2030. Hello, Five Count. Does Dustin do all the work for the show? <laughs> With Ton constantly working on new music, he possibly can't find extra time. We can't wait to hear it. In time for Christmas. Love, Gingles. Or Jingles, Gingles. Starts with a G. Sounds like Ingles. Is it Michael Landon? Holy crap. <laughs> I think this message might be from the late Michael Landon. <laughs> oh, the, the real emotional roller coaster Dusty just went through, and I got to witness to land at Michael Landon. Wow, that was beautiful. A little starstruck just yeah. reading it. Well, uh, Mr. Landon, uh, the answer is yes. Dusty does do all the work for this program. Um, I don't really do anything. I do uh, the post-production for, like, the five-count co-op or the five-count at the movies. But um, admittedly, I would say it's probably, in most cases, not uh, nearly as time-consuming as what Dusty does for this this program, uh, putting the music together and doing all the pre-production, really. 
So, yeah. That's the real deal, Holyfield. So then you've got plenty of time to work on your new music. I mean, sort of. Sort of. I also have children and a house without any kind of soundproofing, so... Don't let Michael Landon down. Yeah. What if Mr. Edwards finds out? I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to. So... What if Jonathan Garvey finds out? Bad news. Or Harriet Olsen. Yeah, it would be You want me to go on? I can list off the entire cast of that damn show. I, I know you can. You love it. I know. Okay. I just wanted you to acknowledge that I know more about Little House on the Prairie than other people do. Than me and then all of Southern Minnesota, most likely. No, I'm sure somebody probably knows a lot. Dust. I mean, you know a lot. You know all of this. Dust, I used to go over to your house late, late at night, and you'd just be up watching Little House. Come over now, and I'd still be doing that. I remember just like leaning against the side of your bed. I'm like the wild boy that Mr. Edwards rescued from the circus and taught how to speak sign language. Yeah. That's how wild I am about Little House. See, you don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't. It's fine, Ton. We got the books. I read the books to my kids. Can I ask you another question? Yeah. What's in the fridge? What is in the fridge? What's in the fridge? What's in the fridge? When I say pizza, you say slice. <laughs> Listen, it's the imagination movers. Yeah. We've still got another chunk of magic to happen. That's awesome. And then we'll be back. Let's do it. With less, much, much less magic. All right. This song goes out to all the leftovers.
Hi, this is John Bermuda Schwartz with the Weird Al Yankovic Band, and you're listening to The Five Count. Good. 
my mom and dad said I would Just like my mom and dad said I would I love my mommy, I love my daddy But I'm happy in my bed at night Cause I got my pillow and I got my blanket And I know that everything is gonna be
years old, you scream. Yeah! 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 It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. And you. It's your birthday. And you. It's your birthday. And you. 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 Welcome back to the five count. Oh, yeah. Party monkeys need not apply. No monkeying around tonight. No monkeying around. That was the imagination movers because Scott Durbin was on the show. He was H-A-P-P-Y to join us. That's pretty awesome. It's pretty good. Yeah, thanks. Ton, got a lot of housekeeping here to do. Okay. Got to let you know, coming up. On thefivecount.com and all of your favorite podcasting apps, an exclusive interview with professional wrestling Hall of Famer Double J Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> wow. Look for that coming out uh, probably uh, Monday. All I'm right. say Monday. Cool. Um, AEW, you know what that is. Yeah. Dynamite rampage these are shows that they do okay coming to the target center on november 29th that's on wednesday wow coming up quick we talked to jeff jarrett double j j e double f j a double r e double t (laughs) what a guy is he still breaking guitars might smash one over your head if you're not watching yourself awesome also some sad news five count alumnus pete spellos passed away i don't know if you remember him he played orville ketchum yes. in the sorority house yeah, massacre yeah, yeah. part two the name was super familiar but i wasn't putting it together now i am yeah wow passed on huh he was also in freddy's dead the final nightmare yeah where he looked at ton and said no honey for daddy and Ton uh, gets the creeps every time I do that. It's uh, getting the creeps right now. I am. That is creepy. But sadly, he has passed away. Wow. On the plus side, though, Ton, we're still here, sort of. And you can find us on Patreon. Just for like a dollar, you could get access to all the shows early. Like, you could listen to this show on Thanksgiving morning with your grandma. That's nice. It would be nice. Get bonus content. The five count at the movies. We just got a new one of those coming out. Maybe it came out already. Yeah. I think it comes out this week or has already. It, just look for it. Might just, be there, probably. Just look around for some stuff. We watched uh, wrestling music videos. So you'll love that. Yes. There's also something they've added on Patreon called Collections. So if you're just looking for at the movies or just the old classic episodes or just whatever it is you're looking for, it's kind of like all grouped together. Oh, that's cool. All the bonus episodes. There's like nine bonus episodes. Nobody else can hear those. And they're like probably the best, which is great for you, but kind of sad also. Yeah. That we've done over a thousand episodes and the nine best are 
on Patreon. <laughs> That's funny. Poor planning on our part. What else is happening, Don? Anything fun for you? Um, no. Oh, good. Thank <laughs> you. Thanks for helping me kill that segment. Actually, I did get some scooters. Got some scooters for free. Some electric scooters, and I'm going to build them up. Because you're old and have bad mobility? Yeah. Knees don't work anymore, so I figured, you know, free electric scooters. Make them do like 30 miles an hour. Don't need to pay taxes for the roads or anything. No licensing. Let's drive scooters everywhere. You're always thinking of ways to cheat. Buck the system. Tax cheat. Got two scooters, so I have one for each leg. Seems excessive and selfish. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll let one of my kids ride one. What if a clumsy husky man such as myself might need a scooter, but there aren't any left? Because some able-bodied hunk took two. Yeah. I mean, I should let you borrow one sometime or something just for a little bit. Like I need it constantly, Don. Well, you can I'm a husky boy. Hit your ride on the back. Hold two up. Just hug me tightly around my waist. Sounds erotic. Could be. Depends on how you look at it or how you feel it. Take it. I'm in. Give it. Whatever. Ton, the show's over. But thank you so much to Scott Durbin from the Imagination Movers for joining us. Thanks to Double J Jeff Jarrett for being on with us. You can hear that coming up next week. Thanks to John and New Alm for all the coupons. And thanks to uh, Dusty's co-workers for... Wearing around some five count merch. Yeah. Speaking of merch, you could buy some ceramics from Lori Dawn Ceramics. Yeah, you could. She's a real nice person. That's where I get all my ceramics. Lori, if you at all listen to this program still, just know that I was talking to you to my daughter this evening and she just loves your the the statue that you made for me. She loves it. Yeah. And shout out to Floyd Shouts. See you later. See ya. <laughs>